Some might say that I am a late 30s cliche, but I am super proud that I am in week nine of the Couch to 5K running challenge. And it's given me some brilliant inspiration that I want to share with you on this podcast. Hello and welcome to the Resign and Shine podcast. I am your host, Lucy Orton. I'm a transformation and success coach and a certified positive psychology coach. And I specialize in turning corporate stars who are juggling work and side hustles into the amazing, empowered, purpose-led and super productive CEOs of their own businesses. And really taking that side hustle, getting rid of any mindset saboteurs or any procrastination that is holding you back and turning it into an amazing full-time success story so that you can fire your boss, get rid of your employee mindset and really go into orbit with your purpose and your mission. So welcome to today's episode, which is called What Couch to 5K Can Teach You About Progressing Your Purpose-Driven Business. So bear with me here because I know that I am not an early adopter when it comes to Couch to 5K. It's been around for years. It's been popular amongst my uh, acquaintances, my friends, and just more widely, I know that I am quite late to running. And as I said on the teaser, I'm also a little bit of a cliche because I'm 39 years old and I'm really starting to prioritize and think about fitness in my life as I approach my 40th birthday, which is in January. Feel free to send me cards and gifts. I'm just kidding. Um, But I'm not an early adopter. This has been around for a long time. And I'm also really not a runner or I wasn't a runner before I started this challenge. I've always joked with my friends that I like activewear far more than I like the exercise. That means I should be wearing the activewear. So it's not me to uh, say that I'm just one of those adrenaline junkies. I definitely keep myself fit, but I've always done that more with brisk walking and with exercise classes, maybe dance classes than with running. I've always really, really resisted running. But as a new convert to Couch to 5K, which is an amazing program, which does make the transformation feel easy and almost effortless, and which really does fit into a busy life without causing major disruption. So as that convert, I've been reflecting on the past eight and a half, nine weeks of going through the Couch to 5K program. And I have seen so many parallels between the Couch to 5K program, the challenge, and how I work with my clients and some of the issues that commonly come up in terms of transforming that side hustle into that main success story and that earner that really can replace that corporate salary. And for those of you who haven't been through the Couch to 5K challenge, 
What it is in a nutshell is a nine week program with a podcast of someone helping you through the process and helping you through uh, three runs a week. So that's uh, 27 runs. I just had to do a bit of maths in my head then, um, where you gradually build up your ability to run faster and further and for longer. And to begin with, you start off with really uh, bite-sized amounts of running. So you'll do 60 seconds of running or 90 seconds of running, and you'll have a longer gap in between. And as time and weeks go on, those gaps between the running shorten and eventually disappear. And the lengths of time that you actually run for get longer and longer. And your resistance and your stamina um, and your ability to keep going increases. And all the while you are following this set podcast, these set messages, and you put your music on in the background. So it all flows really nicely. So that is a quick summary of what Couch to 5k is like. And the key points that I want to talk about in today's podcast are going to be accountability, which is absolutely first and foremost what I'm going to talk to you about with this uh, comparison that I'm making between Couch to 5K and between being able to progress your business and really push yourself forward. Secondly, I'm going to talk about the importance of taking that first next step, which obviously has a very literal connotation with running, but it really is relevant to my clients and to those of you who really want to progress your purpose-driven business forward quickly, effectively and productively. Thirdly, I'm going to be talking about imperfect action and how that relates to both Couch to 5K and your business. And fourthly, I'm going to be talking about the stories that we tell and the beliefs really that we need to break down around running in this instance, but also around our businesses and around what we want to achieve and what might be holding us back in terms of those stories and those beliefs that we have kept for so long. And finally, I'm just going to talk about regularity and habit building, which is super relevant to both the running and what you're trying to achieve with your business. And in the last segment of this podcast, I'm going to talk about the differences. So there are some some real differences between Couch to 5K and progressing your business, and I will talk about those briefly at the end. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you lots of actionable tips along the way. Lots of things hopefully are going to give you a bit of a penny drop moment or start an idea in your own minds about how you can bring in different practices to your daily routine, to your approach to your business that will really help you get past mindsets saboteurs and that will really see you showing up and pushing forward in terms of your business goals. But if you need some extra accountability, which I'm going to be talking about in a second, that is another person, that is someone to really be in your corner, then it sounds like it might be time for you and I to have a chat. And if you go into the show notes and you have a look at the booking details, you can see how to apply for a clarity call with me. It's calendly.com forward slash Lucy Orton if you've got a good memory or a pen to hand, but if not, it's all in the show notes. And we can have a chat about how I can really help you progress your mindset and progress your business forward at the same time so that you're no longer leaving that exciting life on the table, that you're no longer leaving that limitless income, that potential for massive growth in terms of both this purpose-driven business of yours 
and more widely, the life that you want to lead. Back then to what Couch to 5K can really teach you about progressing your purpose-driven business. And as I just said, I'm going to begin with accountability. So the great thing about Couch to 5K that I found really enjoyable and really nice was Joe Wiley was in my ear the whole way through. I'd already been recommended her by friends and my sister who said she is absolutely the one to choose. She's so encouraging. She's just like having a friend in your pocket. And it's like having a very kindly personal trainer to go along with you on your journey. So I found that super valuable. And I found that the combination of Joe in my ear, plus my own determination to really take my health and fitness seriously, was super helpful. And it really helped me push forward with my goal, which was to complete the program, to become someone for whom regular running was not a scary thing. It was just something I was going to do. And for me, with my existing levels of fitness, which were really good, um, and with my enjoyment of being outside and enjoying space and time to think, to listen to podcasts and so on. There were lots of parts of my life that were already very much aligned with this goal. So for me, having Joe in my ear was enough. Now, I'm not saying that everyone would find that enough. There are some people who would need to have a one-to-one personal trainer. There are some people who would need to do some work, some pre-work maybe with their mindset or with their fitness before starting Couch to 5K. But I started from a relatively decent place and having Joe in my ear as my accountability partner, one-sided, was actually enough for me. Now, obviously, there are some similarities there with the coach-client relationship. And for some people, listening to an audiobook or a podcast or reading a self-help guide might actually be all the accountability they need to get started. But what I do with my clients is take that one step further. I am a sounding board. I am a champion who understands your exact mindset issues, what specific self-sabotaging behaviours you're dealing with and attempting to overcome, and how exactly you need to show up to have that really high performance part to being that empowered CEO of your purpose-driven business. And back to the running, for me to get me off the couch and into 5k mode, Joe was plenty, but I also know that if I wanted to increase my running goals, which I'm not planning on doing right now, but if I wanted to, for example, do a half marathon or even a marathon, which still seems crazy to me, um, so I need to clearly do some mindset work there about myself as a runner. But if I wanted to do that, then actually I think I would need something more. I would need a much stronger dose of accountability. And so there's that dosage element that I think people need to bear in mind as well. And for some elements of our lives, a quite a small dose of accountability is enough to get us going. And I think that's really where the beauty of Couch to 5K comes in. Whereas for other elements of our lives or businesses, we need that more interactive, responsive back and forth to really get ourselves moving and progressing. Moving away from accountability, the second aspect of Couch to 5K that really resonated with me as a success and transformation coach was the focus on the first next step. That's what I term how I talk to clients about making that next step forward with their business, about choosing to jump in 
and to take action on the next thing that needs to be done, the next most important thing. And there's a definite linking between that and the process that we do as part of the Couch to 5K. So you literally do a run and then you do the next run and you do the next run and you do the next run. And it's very prescriptive and it's very measured because it's obviously been developed by health workers or fitness experts who know the increments that you need to shift to increase your fitness levels. And I think what's really comparative there is that when I'm working with my business owners, I know the importance of dealing with things firstly, one step, one action at a time, because anything more than that is just simply too overwhelming. You need to go through the foundational stages, you need to go through the mindset changes, and you need to go through things in a steady way so that you don't end up overwhelming yourself. And in the same way that when I started Couch to 5K nine weeks, weeks ago, I would have been horrified if on run two, she'd asked me to run for 25 minutes. Equally with my clients, we work on that most important element that you do first, that will lead you to the second thing and the third thing and the fourth thing, and will get you into that different zone of having a progressive mindset and of really understanding what task it is needs to be done and in what order and having that trust within yourself to make those decisions. And another element of comparison regarding this first next step approach is the importance of dealing with and approaching the most important task in front of you. And this can be termed eating the frog, the opposite of procrastination. It's really knowing what the key task is and getting started on that. And so I guess the comparison or the analogy with running would be if the Couch to 5K program wasn't so successful, if it wasn't so focused and effective, they might get you doing some unnecessary things at different points. Maybe they get you uh, doing a Zumba class or taking some extra stretches halfway through your run. And obviously that would be a really bad idea because it will be veering you off the track that you need to be on to get to your goal of running 5K. And the Zumba class or the stretches might be perfectly lovely fitness activities to be doing at some point, but not in the context of getting you to running that distance and that stamina and that approach and mindset to running that you were working on. And I think this is true of people when they work on their businesses and they work on the wrong things because they're trying to avoid or they have resistance about the tasks and the actions that they really need to be taking. So they might spend too much time worrying about tech, uh, talking about making changes and doing um, certain things with their business, but not actually putting the work in to take that action. Um, or they might spend time hiding away, so being partially visible instead of doing videos, for example, if they if they want to become more known on social media, they might instead hide behind some nice graphics or whatever it is that they know is not actually taking them closer to their goal, it's keeping them small and it's sort of distracting them and acting as a form of protection and procrastination. Now, the third comparison between Couch to 5K and what it can teach you about progressing your purpose-driven business is my old favourite, that chestnut of imperfect action. 
And this was so key to me in terms of Couch to 5K. And it really gave me an eye-opening sort of look at what some of my clients deal with. Now, I know that I am not a fast runner. I hated cross-country at school. I quite liked certain sports, but not the sports that involved sprinting or running um, or, you know, long distance, anything like that. It just wasn't what I enjoyed. And probably I still need to work on my technique, even at week nine of Couch to 5K. But Now the great thing is, because of the imperfect action I've taken, because I took that first step, and I remember what it was like, that first little foray into running, it felt weird. But because I took it, I now am a runner. Maybe I'm not the best runner in the world. I'm certainly not a fast runner, but I can run because of the imperfect action that I've been taking. And I also know that if I carry on as I plan to running several times a week, then I will become better and better at running. And maybe I will one day decide I want to do a half marathon. As I said, that seems a little bit of a stretch for me at the moment, but you never know these things could happen. So I've done the work, I've put in the time and I've put in the imperfect attempts. And yes, I've stumbled. I literally have stumbled and I've fallen into sort of muddy patches because I live in a lovely part of the world with lots of countryside. I've come home with mud on my arm because of, you know, a stumble and a trip. But I've taken the action and I know that that is infinitely better than a parallel world where there's a version of me still sitting on the couch, still resisting running and still only going for walks and only doing those day-to-day actions that felt comfortable and that felt within my comfort zone. So this has huge resonance with my clients in terms of evolving that comfort zone, stepping out of what feels normal and cosy and typical for us and instead working towards a new goal. And in my instance, and in the case of anyone doing Couch to 5K, that's a health or a fitness goal. But this is absolutely valid and relevant to business-related goals. And you know what I think about imperfect action done is so much better than perfect. And this is just something, a mantra to live by in whatever you're doing. But specifically when you have this purpose-led dream, the ability to be imperfect, the ability to try and the ability to accept that you may fall, you may fail, you may do something that isn't quite how you would want to present yourself to the world, but you are taking action and therefore you are certainly making progress. Another aspect of comparison between the Couch to 5K program and progressing your purpose-driven business is breaking down those stories that we've told ourselves for so many years and really thinking about those limiting beliefs. And I know that I had to work on this a little bit with my running. I'd kind of told myself, I don't want to do running. It's not for me. I'm happy with brisk walking. I go on big hikes and that's the right level of fitness for me. And actually something changed in me when I realized I want more bang for my buck with my fitness. So I want to spend half an hour getting to a greater level of fitness than just a brisk walk will allow. And in order for me to do that, I had to challenge then some of those beliefs I had about myself as a non-runner, as someone who didn't like running, as someone who wouldn't want to put that time in a couple of times a week and be, you know, powering through a more uh, hardcore workout. 
And so that was a definite breaking down of a belief for me. And it's something that our friend, Jo Wiley, my accountability partner in this journey, says she talks about telling yourself that you love running and that you are a runner. And actually, that can be quite revolutionary for someone who's always said to anyone who will listen or bring up the subject of running, I'm not a runner. I don't like running. So that was a really key learning for me. And I had to definitely break down that belief about myself and about running. Now, how this relates to my clients is that so many of them come to me with these limiting and self-sabotaging beliefs, things that they have told themselves for years, ways that they have spoken to themselves with their inner dialogue and a multitude of ways that they are holding themselves back. So they might be telling me that they're too old, that it would work for someone else, but not for them. They might have a massive fear that they cannot achieve something that they would surely fail at, even though they see other people around them achieving it. They might also believe that life just happens to them and that they're not really in the driving seat. There's so many limiting beliefs that we have with us, many of which we have carried through from childhood. So I have a client who was told by their mother that they just are not a creative person. And despite so much evidence to the contrary, they've really struggled with expressing themselves creatively or showing that part of who they are to the world because of this story that they have internalized and turned into a belief about who they are. So one of the things I really do with my clients is I work to break down all of those assumptions, all of those stories that we tell ourselves and all of those beliefs that are limiting or really not serving us. And just in the same way that Joe Wiley told me to stop saying, I hate running, I hate running and to instead say, I love running or I like running. It really is powerful to shift our mindset on something that we have not given a huge amount of thought to, but we have allowed to be part of our internal story and the things that we tell ourselves week in, week out. And breaking down beliefs forms a really important part of my progressive mindset, which is my unique approach and what is really fundamental to all my coaching. And it really is putting that logical head on and challenging those assumptions that we've told ourselves for so long and really questioning those and finding out how we can instead create a new set of beliefs, which are massively helpful to us, which support us and which progress us forward in our lives and in our businesses. And just to remind you again, if this is something where you have particular difficulty, if you feel there are lots of these limiting beliefs holding you back from really going in on creating the business of your dreams and the life that you imagine and that you want to really live, then do get in contact with me and book a clarity call. As I said, the details are all in the show notes. And I think something, just to bring it back to running, running can be something that people put off for years. I did. I definitely put off running for years. Looking back, I could have done something like Couch to 5K five, eight years ago, and it would have been a really positive part of my life. But I put it off because of the stories that I was telling myself. And noticing that and being intentional about the stories that we tell ourselves is so important. And especially when we feel it's holding us back or preventing us from following our dreams and really pursuing those hugely important goals. 
if you sense yourself doing that, start to have a more logical head around what it is, what roadblocks mentally you're putting in your way and whether you can begin to break those down. And the final analogy I'm going to draw on between Couch to 5K and progressing your purpose-driven business is regularity. And it's not a very sexy way to end. It's quite a sort of uh, dry uh, concept, but it is absolutely crucial in terms of progressing your business as well as becoming a runner. It's the same concept and it's got the same level of importance. So for both running and progressing our businesses, regular action that is scheduled in and that is almost sacrosanct is absolutely crucial. So we need to create those habits and that regular habitualization of those habits into our daily life. We need to time block for running. We need to time block for showing up in our business especially when you're juggling a corporate career, because it can be so easy to push your own dreams and your own goals to the bottom of the pile. But it's absolutely critical when you want to make this a full-time success that that becomes as important to you as cleaning your teeth, as um, going out to work. It becomes something that is absolutely factored in to your life and is, is immovable really. And that is absolutely the same whether that's running or whether that's scheduling that all important golden hour or golden couple of hours that you're going to spend on your business. And as I talked about in my bonus episode a couple of weeks ago around self-care, this is non-negotiable. You have to factor in exercise and you absolutely have to factor in working towards your heartfelt dreams and your goals for yourself and for your business Otherwise, our dreams can really fall by the wayside. And of course, I absolutely don't want that for you, especially as a purpose-driven business owner, as someone with a big idea, a big plan and a big desire to make impact both for yourself and for the wider world. We need you. We need your business to be in the world and doing well, serving you and helping and improving the lives of so many people around you. So I said I would also talk a little bit about at the end of the podcast how things are different um, in Couch to 5K world versus coaching world and versus getting you out of your corporate job and into that realm of successful, empowered, productive CEO of your own business. Well, I really think one of the key differentiators is that need for extra accountability. As much as I love Couch to 5K, it is a simpler endeavor than what you are trying to achieve in terms of your mindset, in terms of your business, in terms of all those moving parts that you are working on to transform your life and really get yourself into a different zone and into a place where you're totally working within your excellence and your zone of genius and moving away from that structure and that ladder and those rules of the core corporate world. So I really think that extra accountability is absolutely required when you're doing the level of mindset transformation that you're doing. And it's not quite as simple as the couch to 5k approach, which is going for a run, putting one foot in front of the other several times a week. And I think what is also really key here is that so many of our mindset saboteurs are inbuilt and need reprogramming and rewiring almost. And therefore, it's more of a complex task than merely saying to yourself, 
I hate running and turning it into I like running or I love running. Actually, it can be really important to look at what the foundation is that is making that particular mindset saboteur that you're dealing with, that's holding you back in your business, what's making that come to the fore. And it can take more considered thinking, it can take more long-term processing and digging into really what it is that is holding you back. I also think in terms of the difference between couch to 5k and progressing your amazing purpose-led business, you're going to need a little bit more time than 25 or 28 minutes three times a week. Your business, as we've talked about before, needs that hyper-specific productivity. So it doesn't just need time for time's sake, but it absolutely needs time that is both focused and substantial enough that you can really progress forward with all the things you need to do so that you can make that switch from part-time entrepreneur to full-time success story and the kind of level of success and the level of ability to be sure that you can quit your job and really focus on this purpose-led dream full-time. Now, I absolutely recognize that time is at a premium, but as we've talked about previously on the podcast, that intention and that commitment to spending time on your business is absolutely fundamental in terms of pushing it forward. So thinking of ways that you can make that time happen in your day-to-day routine is really critical and something that I work on with my clients. It's not easy, but when you get that regular input of time and focused effort, then the results that you see are going to be absolutely incredible. So I hope you have enjoyed today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed my rather long analogy between Couch to 5K and progressing your purpose-led business. I have really enjoyed making this week's podcast. I found the links between Couch to 5K and the challenges I deal with with my clients and with getting their purpose-led businesses going so irresistible that I hope you have enjoyed the concept too. And I recommend Couch to 5K as an aside. And I also very much look forward to being back here next Wednesday for another episode of the Resign and Shine podcast. Have a brilliant week and chat with you soon. Bye. Bye.